Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be talking about how to get out of debt and transform your life. My name is Lucy Good, and I am the founder of Beanstalk, an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. And today I have great pleasure in chatting to Kitty Thomas from Debt Angel Solutions. Now, Kitty is a lifelong entrepreneur and the founder of Debt Angel Solutions. Her passion is born out of a lifelong commitment to helping others and by living through and successfully resolving her own personal debt crisis. Within her business, she and her staff are utterly committed to putting people and purpose before profits. They're 100% solution focused, offering alternatives to bankruptcy, something that Kitty is vehemently opposed to and something that we'll talk about later in this podcast in more detail. Over the last few years, Kitty and Debt Angel Solutions have helped hundreds of people take back control and work towards resolving their financial situation. Kitty understands that financial problems are often the results of unforeseen circumstances, um, things like divorce or a relationship breakdown, and she and her team are incredibly approachable. They handle every inquiry and client with compassion, understanding and completely without judgment. Kitty, welcome to the Beanstalk podcast. Thank you, Lucy. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I am absolutely delighted, I can't even tell you, to be able to have the opportunity to talk with you, for starters, obviously, but also, you know, the people listening as a single mum, I know how important these podcasts are. So thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And it's interesting that you should say that because I can always remember the very first time that we met, our first ever e-meeting, if, if you like, which was a while ago now. And I remember finding out that you had a debt solution business. And for me, I just couldn't place such a vibrant and sassy person such as you doing something around debt. Um, <laughs> but as I mentioned in my intro, it was your own experience that made you passionate about what you do. And that's why you're here talking to me today. And that's why you're helping so many people every day to get out of debt. It was your own situation. Um, can you just tell us briefly about that and how that brought you into this, this business of helping so many others with their debt? Absolutely. Well, I, um, I'm glad that that was the first impression that you had of me versus <laughs> that I do because it's really important. You know, um, debt is such a heavy conversation um, and to bring lightness and ease to it is exactly what we do because when you're in the midst of it, it's heavy. And how do I know that? Well, as you said, I've been through it myself. You know, I've been uh, in my early 20s. I got myself into a massive amount of debt. I'm not entirely sure, to be honest, exactly how much it was because for five years I pretended it wasn't happening and I stuck my head well and truly in the sand. Um, I hid from it. I wouldn't take responsibility. I wouldn't answer phone calls. I wouldn't. I wouldn't open the mail. I moved address. Didn't change my address with any of my creditors. I just didn't know how to deal with it. Um, and then finally, five years into it, I went, you know what, I need to be responsible for this. I got myself into this mess. I'm going to get myself out of it. 
Um, and I was basically put into a situation or put myself into a situation where I started to look around and, and wonder, you know, well, how am I going to do that? Um, I then spent years navigating my way through working out how to deal with the creditors, working out how to pay off the debt, getting lump sums of money together uh, and doing reduced settlements on the debt um, and getting myself out the other side. Uh, I then spent years uh, helping other people, friends and family do it, but despite numerous people suggesting that this should be my job, uh, as in I should make this a business, I was reluctant. In fact, I was an outright no, to be honest, because it had been such a heavy time of my life that I couldn't imagine dealing with other people's debt day in, day out because I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And then three years ago, uh, just over three years ago, I had one of those aha moments when my life literally changed. Uh, I ruptured a disc in my neck. I often joke that I wonder if the the disc ruptured in my neck because my head was stuck in the sand for so long. Uh, (laughs) um, But I ruptured a disc in my neck, and as a single mum, life will just in general, but I am a single mum, sole parent, but life stopped. I literally couldn't do anything. I couldn't drive, I couldn't parent, I couldn't do anything. And in that moment, I realised that it was time to start living my purpose. And um, I knew what difference it made when I helped people transform their debt distress and get them back on track and thriving and thought, you know what, now, now is the time. It's the time to show other people what's possible because maybe, just maybe, all of the stress that caused the rupture in my neck was due to the stress and the anxiety that I didn't deal with with the debt. So, yeah, that's how I I began. And that's so interesting, isn't it? Because it just goes to show how stress causes debt and debt actually causes physical suffering as well. Um, And that's just how terrible it is and how it can be. And really interesting that you told us all that, Kitty, because it leads us really nicely onto the first question I've got for you, which is that often people who are in debt may not realise the extent of their financial problems until it's too late um, and it becomes more difficult to fix. So what are the warning signs when people have got their head in the sand, as you did, um, that we should look for to suggest that our debt is becoming unmanageable? Yeah, really great question. Uh, So uh, a lot of people cover up the feelings of debt. I know I did. You know, I've covered it up. Well, the feelings were things like anxiety, stress, depression. Uh, During that time for myself, I was was depressed. Um, I was seeing a psychologist trying to deal with the problem. But because I had buried the debt so far down, uh, I hadn't really acknowledged it. So we were dealing with the things on the surface. You know, people do, um, you know, things like they hide money from their partner. They they feel vulnerable in their job. You know, they're not, they don't feel confident because what if they lose their job, then they might not be able to access, you know, money and then how they're going to pay their debt. So, you know, a lot of this stems back to, um, to anxiety. Um, you know, quite often people are snappy. They get easily upset or angered or frustrated, um, you know, at, you know, their partner or, you know, at work with their kids. Um, what else? Self-medicating, I find, is a really big telltale sign and people do that in different ways. You know, it may be alcohol, it may be drugs, it may be, you know, prescription medication, it may be smoking, it may be gambling, it may be shopping. You know, there are so many things that people do to cover up 
what's really going on. And what I find all the time is that when people are in debt, it's almost like the debt and them are totally separate. You know, they're not necessarily present to their spending habits that bring about you know, furthering the debt situation. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Really, to me, overall, it's a massive thing of denial, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Everyone, people are in denial because they... they, Don't know how to fix it. They don't know how to fix it. A lot of people don't know how they even got there because it's such a gradual thing. Um, And they have spent so long probably talking to them our minds are so powerful and we tell ourselves it's all under control it's all under control but in fact it isn't so it's about being in denial I think um and yeah that comes out in so many different ways and of course one of the sorry carry on because you're the one with the information you talk (laughs) sorry darling I was just gonna say and people are ashamed you know they're totally ashamed of getting into the situation that they're in and quite often it isn't their fault. You know, somebody doesn't wake up one day and go, here's a good idea, I'm going to get into debt. You know, it's not how it works. Something happens, you know. For me, you know, it was a business venture or a health or, you know, maternity leave or a parent, a, a relationship splitting or domestic violence when you're staying together because there's so much money pressure that you can't separate and then, you, like, there's all of this stuff under the surface. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was about to say. There is a lot of shame in it, isn't there? And of mm-hmm. course, that makes it so difficult for people to be able to reach out, to take that first step, to admit that they're in debt and reach out for help with it. So what are the first things that you'd say to someone who comes to you with a debt problem? So firstly, there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. You know, if you can lift the lid on that and you can just communicate effectively uh, where you're at and the situation, then then we can help. Um, you know, that Australia's got the highest, one of the most highest, one of, sorry, terrible English, one of the highest rates of, um, of debt in, in the world, household debt in the world. Um, you know, we're actually going through a royal commission at the moment where the, the banks are being put under uh, scrutiny uh, as to what their lending criteria was and how they gave people money in the first place. I am constantly hearing of people with two, three, four, five credit cards, two personal loans, a mortgage, you know, things that, in my view, they should never have gotten to that situation. So don't be so hard on yourself um, would be the first thing. And secondly, you know, when they come to us specifically, we, we, you know, quite frankly say we never come from judgment. We only come from solutions and possibility. Um, And I think that's what you need around you. You need support and, and nurture to, to allow you to, you know, share your burden, so to speak, so that something can be done about it. Mm. It's about normalising it, really, isn't it? It's okay. Yeah. There's lots of people who are in debt. It's not, you're not, um, a, you're not one of these people who have totally messed up your entire life. There's lots of people who are out there in debt on many different levels. So as soon as people recognise that, and it's something I find interesting when you talk about it that way, because that's very similar to what I do with Beanstalk Mums. Um, it's about pulling together single mums and saying, hey, there's heaps of us here. We're all in the same boat and it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I know this next question you're going to love. 
because it's I'll I'll read it out because um, I know it's something you're very passionate about so your methods to help your clients are slightly unconventional for example you avoid bankruptcy and part nine agreements (laughs) can you just tell us a bit more about this and what like a swear word (laughs) I knew I knew you'd be chomping at the bit to tell us all about this so um, just go for it (laughs) Thank you. Um, So, yeah, as Lucy says, you know, I'm very passionate about making sure that people know that there is another way. You know, quite often uh, our, you know, national debt helpline numbers or free services around are very, very quick to, uh, and even when people are looking for a consolidation loan, which people do all the time because they've got a credit card here and a personal loan here, car loan over here and a mortgage, you know, People look to consolidate because they're paying $20, $30, $19 all over the place and there's no consistency, they get paid on different days, etc. So they go online innocently looking for a consolidation loan to put everything together into one payment and quite often there are, there are organisations that jump all over this and go, okay, well, looking for a consolidation loan, come over here, we'll put it all into one payment, um, it's called a Part 9 debt agreement, you'll only need to pay... $600 a month for the next seven years and then you'll be free of your debt, right? So it's great because you know what you're doing but what quite often and, and sadly more often than I, you know, than I like to admit, it happens where people don't know what's actually happening. And what Part 9 debt agreement actually is is an act of bankruptcy. So you can't get a phone necessarily, you can't get an uh, internet, you can't get electricity, you know, it's you, you mark your credit file in such a way that it's basically stating that you're going through this act of bankruptcy. Um, when really people don't necessarily need that, they're looking for a solution, they're looking to bring everything to a stop so that they can catch their breath and work out where they're going and how much they're spending, etc. Um, but they definitely don't need to do it by going into a part nine debt agreement. Well, you know, hey, in saying that, sometimes, yes, people do need to go bankrupt. Um, you know, we've had a couple of clients in the time that we've been working where, you know, it's just become very, very apparent due to different circumstances that they have needed to go into bankruptcy, um, but definitely is not the not the first step. I think the first step is taking away the pressure, looking at the actual situation, reducing or freezing the interest and payments so that people can see where they're at because quite often what we do is we put money, we may have a $6,000 credit card, you know, and we, we max it to- totally and we live ev- off it, everything goes into this credit card. Come payday, you put $1,500 on the credit card, you think you've got 1500 but interest fees and charges come off and you may only have 1250 And this happens every single month, you know. So the amount that you have access available, it goes down, your rate goes up in terms of your interest because you pay more interest or fees or charges if you go over the limit, etc. So, you know, it's not a great situation and people just need it all to stop so that they can literally think and then create a solution and craft a solution around that. So yeah, I'm I am I'm adamant that there's another way to partner debt agreement. Um and bankruptcy definitely worth looking into um because yeah it doesn't need to go that way well no it doesn't and really it's a big educational shift that you're making because I know when I've looked at some debt 
websites they quite openly broadcast you know we'll do your bankruptcy so people it's just something that people assume that's the next step Um, you admit that you're in debt you reach out for help and then they help you to become bankrupt that's just what people think happens so what you're doing is is you're shouting out and you're saying there are other solutions to this so just hold back pull back from it a little bit let's take a look first of all at what the options are and then make a decision very hard to get people to do that in a world where we expect it to go another way yeah well I think you know bankruptcy and putting someone into a partner agreement is kind of easy you know you feel like you pay work you pay your money and that's it you're done right whereas what we do and the way that we do it and you call it you know unconventional is a lot more labor intensive it it requires constant communication with creditors it requires constant communication with the client to see where they're at and working and coaching and guiding whereas you know as I said with an act of bankruptcy or bankruptcy itself it's kind of you do the deal and that's it you're done Um, but you know what happens if you get a lump sum and I can't tell you how often it happens you know I had a client come to us she was actually a girlfriend of mine she came to go for a walk we walked halfway down the street she told me that she'd got this consolidation loan and um, and that she you know all of her debts would be paid in seven years um, I said that sounded like a part nine debt agreement. She said, I don't know what you're talking about. I literally put my hands on her shoulders. We turned around immediately, walked back to the house, called the company, and sure enough, she had just entered into a part nine debt agreement, an act of bankruptcy that she knew nothing of. Mm. Now, the debt was about $65,000, um, and she had was about to, had actually, she was in a cooling off period, which is how we turned it around, but was about to lock herself into paying off $65,000 in seven years, okay? Huge amount every single month. Um, and when, we, when we, we stopped it all, we took it on board, we basically settled the whole lot, including our fees for $25,000 in, in just under two years, and her credit rating is fine. You know, you never know what's going to happen, where you're going to access money and what deals you're going to be able to do to reduce those amounts down. And if you lock yourself into an agreement or act of bankruptcy, then you're stuck. Mm. Even if you pay it up front, you still have that mark on your file for seven years. So... Yeah, I mean, and how, how worrying as well. <laughs> the worrying thing is that she wasn't even aware of what she'd entered into. And I think that's the case with so many people, isn't it? Just not really that's understanding. What makes, that's what makes my blood boil. Mm. You know, it, it's a quick fix. Somebody else's life. I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to solve it. I'm going to, you know, sort it out. And you're going to need to pay $1,000 a month for the next seven years versus taking the time to really get into the other person's world, work out where they're at and look for the other solutions, Mm. see what else is possible and how they can help themselves get out of the situation, you know? Yeah. And that moves us really nicely onto the next question. I'm loving this podcast because it's all flowing beautifully. Um, (laughs) One of the sayings that you use with Debt Angel Solutions is that you can reset your life. Um, Mm. Getting out of debt is so much more than just a financial solution. It is life changing. So can you just tell us a bit more about this? I've got tears in my eyes, right? Because... um, it is exactly that. You know, you, you are giving a person a chance to reset their life. You know, when you're in debt and heavy debt, you know, and, and debt, heavy debt can mean all sorts of things to different people. I've had a client, client with $3,000 worth of debt be absolutely, I can't breathe. I've 
got so much debt, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And somebody in $200,000 unsecured debt, oh, well, I've just got, you know, I need to handle it, you know. So debt, firstly, debt means different things to different people. Um, but just having the ability to show people who are, when you're in debt like this or, or debt full stop, you cannot see a light. You cannot see how it's going to lift. You cannot see how you're going to pay it off most of the time. You can't see how you're going to move forward. You can't see a future for yourself a lot of the time. And that's why tragically so many people take so many drastic measures, uh, you know, the suicide rate around it, etc., or why people internalize and they become depressed or anxious or, you know, put themselves into, you know, a, a mental state that requires hospitalization because they're not dealing with it. Um, when we show people that we can manage what they've got and we can turn it around in a fraction of the time that they ever thought possible, their lives transform. Mm. You know, their attitudes transform, their lives transform. You know, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, says it perfectly. The bigger the problem, the bigger the solution you need to find to deal with it. And that was what happened for me. I needed to find a big solution because I had a big amount of debt. And when I say I don't know how much it was, I don't know exactly, but it was around 150000 20 years ago. Um, you know, you, you need to find a big solution to solve the problem. Um, and quite often doing that alone is really it's really he it's heavy, you know, you're holding the burden, you're trying to make everything work, you're trying to keep, you know, look good and hold everything together and you literally can't see the light. So, yeah, I'm really proud of what we do with people and allow them to reset their lives and take it in a whole new direction. Um, you know, I've had I've had people leave relationships that are domestic violence relationships to get them, you know, once the money burden is gone, they can actually move forward. You know, um, I've had people get into relationships because they no longer have the debt and they're no longer ashamed and, and think that they're a burden to a new relationship. You know, I mean, that, that's just a couple of examples, but, you know, the, the, it's limitless what can happen once people get rid of the heaviness and have a manageable plan in place that moves it forward and gets it solved quicker than they ever thought possible or just at all. You know, sometimes it's nice to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not an oncoming train. Yeah. I mean, how sad to think that some people will just carry on living with it and live with that, living half a life really, or certainly not living their best life when there is a solution out there. They just need to, to find it and work with it and then they can live a better life. I mean, it's as simple as that really, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, they don't know that there is another way, you know, and that's why I've brought in this hashtag because they, they don't know that there's another way. They don't know what else is possible. The banks don't turn around and go, I'm going to stop your payments and I'm going to freeze your interest and I'm going to work with you until you get yourself sorted in whatever capacity, you know, they, they just, they don't volunteer that information. Um, and plus, to be honest, the person on the other end of the phone quite a often you know when you're sharing yourself and you're sharing your situation is quite confronting because you need to keep explaining it and all the rest of it and that can be quite intimidating and I think that's why a service such as ours is is doing so well and and so successful is you know you're kind of handing it over to somebody else to speak on your behalf who you know is going to stand up for your rights um, and their whole vision behind everything is to to have you reset your life um, yeah it's really powerful yeah, it's amazing what you're doing. Um, look, I'd like to leave our listeners with actions that they can take away from my podcast. And you've already offered heaps of information. But to anyone who's listening who has debt, 
um, and they need help with it. Can you walk us through the next steps that they can take right now, the minute they finish listening to this podcast? Absolutely. The very, very first thing, Lucy, is, is to be honest with yourself, to be clear about where you are and where you're not. You know, if you are one of the people that are taking money and putting it on your credit card and maxing out your credit card or credit cards every month or paying minimum minimal interest, um, minimum payments off it and not getting anywhere fast, maybe it's time you kind of looked at it and went, mm, I might be in a bit of a tough spot here, right? So acknowledging where you're at. Um, sitting, sitting down and working through your real costs, you know, not a budget, but what you actually spend, like what do you spend on groceries? What do you spend on your electricity? What are your real costs? And I invite you to do it not monthly, but yearly. Um, so uh, we haven't got it yet. We're going to put it on our website soon, but a step-by-step moving people through how to budget, how to look, um, you know, what they're actually spending, you know, put everything down, put barbecue gas down, put presents that, you know, you spend for kids' birthday parties that aren't your own, put your own kids' Christmas and birthdays and all of that in there and then work it out and back to a monthly view so you know how much you need every single month, um, etc. Um, what else? Share the burden. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family what you're going through. Maybe they can help. You know, one of the things that I did was I hid. I, I, I totally um, isolated myself from everybody because I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money to go out for dinner. I didn't have any money to, you know, to buy anything. So let them know and see if they can work with you around cost-effective ways to help you on your mission to clear your debt. Um, be kind to yourself. You know, um, as I said before, chances are that you didn't kind of wake up one day and go, I'm going to get into debt. No, things happen to get you into this situation. So don't be hard on yourself. There is no point. It's like bashing your head against a brick wall. It's only going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt anyone else. So, you know, be kind to yourself and and take responsibility, share it with other people um, and be clear. Being in communication with your creditors is a big one. You know, communication is the key to life in general, but it's the key to what we do here as well. Be kind to yourself, you know. Oh, sorry, be in communication. And, and um, if you need to, pick up a phone, let somebody know um, at a creditor, I, I'm, I'm really struggling at the moment. Don't let them bully you um, or push you. You know, if you, if you need some time, let them know. And if you put something in place, if you say, I'm going to get back to you in three months' time, put it in your diary and get back to them in three months' time. When I finally started navigating my way out, and I tell my clients this all the time, I got myself an accounts diary and I literally, it was just a diary and I put in the dates, everything was due and I wrote what date it was and how much was being paid, etc. or uh, what date I needed to get back in communication with somebody. And sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I've got nothing to say, nothing's changed. It doesn't matter. It's about staying in communication. So that's probably the biggest thing that you can do. Um, see if you can reduce or freeze interest or payments to give yourself a bit of a break, um, you know, and see if you can manage that for a period of time um, is something else that you can do. Um, in line with the communication comment before, do what you say you'll do. If you say you'll be in communication, be in communication. If you say you're going to make a $20 payment, make a $20 payment, yeah? Um, uh, oh, don't do what I did. Don't ignore things. They don't go away. 
Yeah. Um, don't ignore the letters. Don't ignore the calls. Don't, you know, they don't go away, you know, and if you can't deal with them, get in communication with somebody who can an organization like ours or, you know, the free debt helpline or whatever you can just make sure you do what you can. Um, and probably the last one is, is have faith, you know, have faith, um, and know in your heart of hearts that there is a way out. Um, that you're walking in the right direction. You know, I'm living proof that there really is a way out of this situation um, and that you can get back on on top and thriving again. Um, So, yeah, have faith in the process, have faith in yourself and have faith that a solution will come to you in terms of, you know, if you put it out there that you want to solve this, I believe that, you know, the universe aligns and delivers you with the outcome or the or the person or the process or the whatever it is that you need to make that happen. So, yeah, hope that answered your question. Kitty, what a wonderful answer because there are people out there who are thinking, okay, I'm in debt, there's nothing I can do about it. Well, you have just proved with that answer that there are several things that you can do about your debt right now um, and none of them are particularly difficult. Um, all the things that you've just talked about are things that people can take action on straight away. So I think that's a really great way. It's opening up the conversation, as you say, and showing people that there's something you can do right now to help yourself. So thank you for that brilliant answer to that question. I'm sure it will have helped lots of people who are listening. However, um, I'm looking at the time and um, we really have, we are really pushing our limits to stay within our 30 minute time gap, which I try and keep our podcast down to now. So look, um, can you just quickly run our listeners through a special, which I believe you have for them um, that can help them if they're looking for support with their debt and also tell them where they can go to find out more about you, Kitty, and about Debt Angel Solutions. Absolutely. Okay. So um, as, as Lucy mentioned, I'm a single mom. I'm a sole parent. You know, I understand the challenges, um, financial and otherwise. Um, so two things I'd like to offer. One is all of our, three things, all of our consults are free. If you are unsure of your situation and you just want to talk it through, please reach out. Our website is debtangelsolutions.com. There's no AU. Um, or you can call one 300 um, so that's the first thing, right? Just, just have a conversation. It's totally free, no obligation, none of that stuff, right? If you do decide you want to become a client and, and come on board, we're offering, uh, to all Beanstalk, um, mums, a discount of $150 off our establishment fee, um, which is quite a, quite a big discount. Um, and, and for you ladies, absolutely. The other thing I want to offer is that I remember, you know, my kids are a little bit older now, they're nine and 11. But when I was, I had, you know, little kids and I was stuck at home and, you know, on single parent benefits and I, you know, I didn't have any way of making money. So we are very much based on word of mouth marketing. All of our clients have come to us to this till now. We've only just started marketing uh, through uh, word of mouth. And uh, so I'd like to offer anybody who knows anybody who might need our services um, a referral fee for uh, for clients, uh, you know, that, or referring people that become clients to us. So if anybody is keen on, you know, looking at, at generating themselves additional income um, through this, I'm absolutely more than happy to have a conversation with people, you know, about that as well. And that, you know, that might help people kind of just make that extra little bit of money for themselves 
um, and help a friend or a family member in need at the same time. So that's um, perfect. Thank you. We love a referral fee, us single mums. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it, I love word of mouth. Like word of mouth, that's who we are. You know, we, we get amazing results, phenomenal results. And, you know, I remember in a 24-hour period, one client put a five-line comment up on our Facebook page, which, by the way, you can look at as well. It's Debt Angel Solutions. Um, and we got in, in less than 24 hours from her comment, we got like, 10 new clients it was crazy um because you know sharing from the heart of what's happened for her or mm. you know what the result is around you so yeah resourceful i think we call it lucy yes Being it is it is but there's, as you said nothing more powerful um and you deserve those comments as well because you do such a wonderful job um look it's so refreshing to be able to talk about debt this way with you um i find it almost liberating really if that's the right word for it um you yeah. make it approachable and accepted and i think that by educating more and more people around debt like we are today um you're going to continue making a huge impact on how we and everyone manages and thinks about debt now and in the future. So thank you, Kitty, for sharing your wisdom, your compassion and your experience with me and all of our listeners today. Thank you, Lucy. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. You are setting single mums alight with your positivity, positivity, love, education and transformation. It's an absolute pleasure to, to be here and to watch you create such magic in the world. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks, Kitty. Um, and to all the single mums listening, if you pick this podcast to tune into, the chances are you are in debt to some extent. Um, please remember what Kitty has told us. It is okay to be in debt. You're not alone. There are solutions. And there are people out there who genuinely want to help you. The first step is reaching out and I really hope that this podcast has made you feel confident enough to do that. Until next time, ladies, goodbye.